It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys here. It is Thursday, August 18th. That means we are one week away from the NFL Draft. But it also is a day where it's time to play the games. Yeah, like like that little Triple H reference there. I uh, figured that was a good way to do it, especially, you know, I, I could never top what the Panthers did as far as their schedule reveal with the all the different video games, all the all the retro video games. By the way, I, I, I mean, I just thought that was absolutely incredible the way they incorporated all these games into the uh, who they're playing and their opponents, things like that. But yes, the NFL regular season schedule is officially unveiled. We now know the order. We of course knew who the Panthers were playing and where. Yesterday just revealed the when and the order that the Panthers are going to be playing these games. So we'll get into that a little bit, but first a couple of roster notes, uh, a couple nice roster notes, I should say, uh, to kick things off here. First, we saw a couple days ago, actually right after I jumped off recording on Monday, Kyle Love re-signed with the Panthers on a one-year deal. Uh, Don't really see the numbers yet. I'm checking spot rack. They don't have... The numbers yet for Kyle Love, but it is a one-year deal for Kyle Love. A uh, good move, really, really good move for the Panthers. Uh, we know they had a lack of defensive tackle depth, and Kyle Love, you know, even at 32 years old, played very well last year in a rotational role. Obviously, we expect him to continue that role in 2019, but good move to get him back on a what we expect is a pretty cheap deal uh, and get, get that defensive tackle depth at least in order a little bit, so good on there. And by the way, it looks like we saw only about $2 million, not a very high number for Chris Hogan and his one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. So a little bit of a a disappointment, I guess, for Hogan as far as what he thought his free agency value was going to be, but he's obviously very happy in what he feels is a very good situation in Carolina. Uh, the other piece of news that we actually just saw earlier today was Luke Keekley had his contract reworked a little bit or restructured. Uh, according to Field Yates, the Panthers have saved a little over $7 million by restructuring the contract of Luke Keekley. They took his base salary, actually converted $9.05 million of his base salary. He was set to make a little over $10 million in base salary. They took a little over $9 million of that and turned it into a bonus. So now the Panthers have added about seven and a quarter million dollars in cap space. But now his cap hits for 2020 and 2021 are going to be around just under $27 million. But it does save him some cap space for this year. Obviously very important with the draft next week. That's really what this is an eye toward. Uh, $7 million should cover... Uh, all their draft moves. We talked about this a little bit with the with the Panthers a little bit ago as far as the draft 
draft pool, I guess we'll say. I believe it is, and I'm actually looking at SpotRack right now. It's about it would be about six point eight million dollars with the projected cap hits of their seven draft picks. So basically this money that they saved from Keekly is going to go toward their draft picks. Like for example, their the projected cap hit for whoever they selected 16, and obviously this can change if there's trades and whatnot, but where they sit right now at number 16, that's projected to be a cap hit of about two and a half million, uh, 1.1 million for the 47th pick, about 740,000 for the 77th pick, and then it goes down to 685, 677, 572, and 537 for picks 100, 115, 154, and 187. Uh, so funnily enough, the, some of these cap hits are going to be less money than that player that's been just dominating on Jeopardy over the last couple days. He's already won over $600,000. So he, could, he can pretty much pay for one of these draft picks with his winnings. Just unbelievable, but a good move by the Panthers to create this cap space, and we'll see now what they do with it and how they play around in the draft, and it's just hard to believe that next week is the start of the draft. But let's switch gears a little bit, and let's talk about the schedule. I sound like Woody Page right now. Look at the schedule, and that's what we are going to do. The Panthers have their schedule set and the first takeaway for me, the, the, fir the first note I'll make, is that there is just one primetime game for the Carolina Panthers, and it comes very early. Uh, let, well, first, let, let's run through the entire schedule, and then we'll talk about it. So it starts off with a bang, a good first test for the Carolina Panthers, week one at home against the defending NFC champion, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so Panthers stumbled at the the, uh, the end of last season. This is a good way for them to really get back on their feet and really show the league that they're still a force to be reckoned with. So good first tough test for the Panthers in week one against the Rams. And then they turn right around. They do stay at home. So their first two games are home. But week two is their Thursday night game this year. That comes against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they get the, the Thursday game, they get that short week out of the way early, and then that ends up being their only primetime game of the entire season. Which, on the one hand, for a team that finished 7-9 and lost 7 straight at one point, it's not too surprising to see a lack of primetime exposure for this team, but obviously the star power is there. You know, you, you always like to see kind of your big names, but as we saw, you know, if you saw some of the primetime schedules, teams like the Cleveland Browns, obviously there's a lot of hype on them now this year with all the moves they've made. Four primetime games for them, including three of their first five games on either Sunday night or Monday night. But week two is the only primetime appearance for the Panthers. Then comes their first road trip of the regular season. That'll be week three when they take on the Arizona Cardinals. Could they be seeing Kyler Murray? It'll be, in it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if you saw the schedule release video, there's a lot of talk now on that with the Panther or with the Cardinals because there was a only a little glimpse of Josh Rosen in that schedule release. So obviously people are going to be like, oh, is Josh Rosen on the way out? We'll see in about a week. Then week four, 
on the road down in Texas. They will be in Houston to take on Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. So that'll be a, an intriguing quarterback battle there, Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson. Then it's back home week five for a one o'clock battle with Jacksonville Jaguars before heading out to London for week six for the second game against the Buccaneers. So that's that's another intriguing quirk about the, Pan the Panthers' schedule this year, is that they will play both games against the Buccaneers within the first six weeks of the season and both meetings with Tampa Bay before they play anybody else in the division. In fact, they don't play another division game until week 11 when they play the Falcons. Uh, they'll come back from London for their bye week in week 7, then head back on the road for a cross-country trip to take on the San Francisco 49ers in week 8. That's a 4.05 start. Then back home week 9. So their first home game since week 5. That'll come against Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. So, you know, obviously some intriguing quarterback battles here. Week 10 is when they head to Lambeau to take on the Green Bay Packers. Then week 11, that'll be home against the Falcons. Week 12 is when they head down to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Week 13 is home against the Redskins. Week 14 at Atlanta. Week 15, home against the Seahawks. And of course, the big contract that Russell Wilson just got. Week 16, on the road against the Colts. And then week 17, at home against the New Orleans Saints. So in total, again, just the one primetime appearance. Week 2 against the Buccaneers at 8.20. And then four game, or two games with a 4.05 kickoff at Arizona Week 3 at San Francisco Week 8. The game, against Lond the game in London against the Buccaneers is a 9.30 a.m. Eastern start. And then all the other games are at 1 o'clock. So not a lot of high exposure this year, schedule-wise or TV-wise, for the Carolina Panthers. Again, coming off a 7-9 year, not a lot of buzz on them going into the season. So not a huge surprise that they don't really have a lot of primetime exposure. No Sunday night games, no Monday night games. Obviously, if they play well enough and are in the thick of it at the in the latter half of the season... They could certainly be flexed into a Sunday night game or even a, a 425 game. But right now, all those games in that flex scheduling period, uh, especially the, the later weeks, are all at 1 o'clock. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And another interesting note, too, I think, with their schedule is when they come out of the bye, they are alternating home and away. Uh, they they have the back-to-back -back home games weeks one and two against the, Ram, or against the Rams and the Buccaneers, and then back-to-back -back road games against the Cardinals and Texans. Then they're back home against the Jaguars, and then 
I, I guess you could say they'll have back-to-back -back road games. They'll travel to London week six against the Bucks, then have their bye week seven, and then at San Francisco week eight. But from that point on, they're alternating home away, home away, you know, home against Tennessee week nine, at Green Bay, home against Atlanta, at New Orleans, home against Washington, at Atlanta, home against Seattle, at Indy, home against New Orleans. So that's effectively uh, 10 weeks where coming out of the bye week where they're alternating road and away, road and away. So a, a pretty balanced schedule in that sense. Uh, we actually saw... You got, I don't know if you guys, how much you checked out some of the other schedules, but the Baltimore Ravens actually ended up with a true balanced schedule. They don't have a single area where they have either back-to-back -back home games or back-to-back -back away games. It is home away, home away, home. Even the bye week splits up between a road game and an away game. So they have a perfectly balanced schedule. I read somewhere they're only the fourth team in the uh, NFL history since 78, at least, when the schedule went to 16 games, to have a perfectly balanced schedule like this. But the Panthers have a pretty balanced schedule here. As, again, I mean, te 10 weeks out of the 16 games, they're alternating home and away. So only really one, one week or one pair of weeks that they're traveling on back-to-back -back weeks, and that's weeks three and four at Arizona and at Houston. So overall, uh, it's it's not a bad schedule as far as traveling is concerned. You know, no long road trips. Uh, I mean, at least they broke up the two the two long road trips out west, Arizona in week three, and then San Francisco week eight. And at least the bye week is in between the trip to London and the trip to San Francisco. But other than that, really not a lot of travel, especially in the uh, after the bye. I mean, the lo longest road trips really are to to Green Bay and New Orleans after the bye week, and then you know, Indy's a uh, little bit of a distance, but not too. You know, probably right around the same as Green Bay. So schedule worked out pretty well. That they don't have a lot of tough travel. So I think they uh, they did some favors. We know when the NFL makes their schedule, they try to avoid three-game road trips. And it turned out that only one team in the NFL has that unfortunate task of having three straight road games, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They have a stretch where I believe it's it goes Minnesota Week 6, Dallas Week 7, and uh, Buffalo in Week 8. I think that's the... That's the stretch, but they have three straight games because then I believe week nine then is when they host. I'm actually looking at it now. Yeah, week six, seven, and eight. Philadelphia is at Minnesota, at Dallas, at Buffalo, then home against the Bears in week nine, and then their bye week in week 10. But at least that's in the middle of three straight home games against Chicago, New England, and Seattle. But they are the only team that has three straight road games. And again, the fact that the Panthers only ended up with, I guess you could say, two stretches of two straight road games, only one of those being actually on back-to-back -back weeks, I, th I think it worked out pretty favorably. Uh, it worked out pretty well in their in their favor. So, uh, really interesting to see. And again, you know, a lot of the tough games 
kind of spread out, but I really like the fact that they are opening with a bang. This is their chance to come out and prove that they're they are still among the NFL's best. You know, they can come out and say, "Hey, we were quiet during the regular during the off season. Nobody talked about us, but we're back. We're we're still good." You know, it's a chance to prove to people or show people that they were wrong to forget about the Panthers. So, LA Rams come to town week one. That's going to be very exciting. One o'clock kickoff there on Sunday, September eighth. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And of course, at some point, we'll go through the schedule. I think it's still a little too early right now to look at wins and losses, but we'll definitely do that at some point. Something else I'm thinking of doing too at some point this offseason, is doing sort of like a spring or summer like preseason scouting series, I guess we'll call it, where I want to try to bring in the hosts of the the Lockdown Podcast for all these teams and give you guys an idea. Let them come on and just talk about the teams, give you guys an idea of how these teams have fared this offseason. So, like, for example, you know, I want to ch- I'll try to bring in Brad Mater to talk about the L.A. Rams, and, you know, we'll, tr- we'll try to do it in the order of the schedule. So if things work out, then the first first episode would be Brad Mater coming on talking about the Rams, and then we'll get the guys from the Bucks podcast to talk about those games and the Cardinals and Texans and so on and so forth. So that's something I have a little bit of an idea of right now. Um, you know, the wheels really haven't started turning on that, but I'd like to try to get that going if I can. And, you know, let me let me know what you guys think. Is, is that a series you'd like to see? You know, obviously be something, especially during the dead period between, like, say, after the draft until uh, the start of mini camp and training camp. Because, obviously, the month of May, not really a lot goes on. So if we can uh, maybe try something there, like May, early June, something like that, to kind of keep, keep things afloat, I, th- I think that'd be a pretty good idea. Uh, but I think that we'll wrap it up there. You know, a nice short one talking about the schedule. Uh, it's exciting, though. It's an exciting time to now have the puzzle complete. And in terms of, you know, again, we knew who the Panthers were playing. It's now nice to know in what order they are going to play these teams. And again, I definitely like the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see that they've got a nice, good test right out of the gate against the Rams in week one. And they they turn right around and have their Thursday game. Again, you know, it would have been nice to have, you know, one or two more primetime games, but, you know, such such is life. I mean, we are seeing, you know, when you also look at the schedule and you see teams like the Bengals have a Monday night game, the Lions have a Monday night game, you know, it's, you know, not, not, not that the lines are that bad, but I mean, the Bengals, they're, they're not really expected to do much, but it is against the Steelers. We know those games are always top-notch because those two teams we know just absolutely hate each other. But nonetheless, 
Uh, one primetime game for the Panthers could work their way into more as the season progresses. But that'll do it for this edition of the Locked On Panthers. Thanks so much for joining us. Bill Rossetti, remember you can follow me at Bill underscore Setti on Twitter and follow the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, and wherever else you get your listening pleasure. And until next time, keep it locked here on LOP, and we'll see you next time, my friends. Until then, take care, everybody. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.